0: you <laughs> Who taught you to hate the texture of your hair? Who taught you to hate the color of your skin to such a extent that you please to get like the white? Who taught you to hate the shape of your nose and the shape of your lips? Who taught you to hate your best from the top of your head to the soul of your feet? Who taught you to hate your own kind? Who taught you to hate the race that you belong to? Is lip reduction surgery real? That's what I typed into Google on my laptop. I was 15 in my room in Jamaica and it was a Saturday. I'd been contemplating looking it up for a while now. When I found out that it was real, I wrote down the price, the age limit and the address of the doctor in London. Afterwards I felt good, like really, really good. I'd finally got somewhere with my looks. I had been perming my hair since 11 and bleaching my skin from 14. I had genuinely believed that God had made an error, that I never felt beautiful. My friend Emma had always been popular and constantly been complimented on how her skin was so light and she was therefore beautiful, and how her hair was long and blonde and she was therefore beautiful. We had practically identical personalities but for some reason everyone liked her more than me. I used to pray to God and ask him to fix me, not realising that the problem wasn't me, that was colourism and sexism. When I returned to the UK, it was for a sudden family crisis. The last thing on my mind was the colour of my skin or the texture of my hair. By the time I thought about my looks, some time had passed and my hair had started to grow out I then realised I needed to do something different so I tried the natural look I typed it into YouTube because I didn't know how to do my hair the videos covered all types of things hairstyles tips but they also covered something else that you wouldn't expect that I didn't expect loving yourself and loving your hair They emphasised how, as a black girl, you were told that there was something wrong with the texture of your hair from a young age, which is why a lot of us permit, that it wasn't beautiful and it wasn't professional. No wonder I had developed this opinion of myself, there was nothing really wrong with me. From YouTube videos to articles to blogs to academics talking about black feminism, I knew that racism still existed and I knew that sexism was still a problem, but no one had. And in fact, no one really did talk about the group of people that experienced both black women. But at that point, I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to explain it to people correctly without them saying that I'm talking about something stupid and that I should shut up. The fact was that no one would listen. They just considered it to be my opinion. Whether you considered it a double oppression or an intersection of oppression, black women would experience racism and sexism. My self-interest took over my life. It was all I read about, all I talked about, all I researched. I began to analyze everything around me, to my face, by the media, by our politicians. Whether it was my sister saying how she hated her nappy hair when her hair would grow up from a perm, or some rapper joking about black girls and their weeds and how he would only date light skinned or white women. I then considered, hold on, it's only black women. I then realised that if these women were black, then that's what made the joke funny. If they were Asian, no one would be talking about the weeds that they wear. If they were white, no one would be talking about the weeds that they wear. So why black women? Why their sisters? Why their cousins? Why their mothers? Why not any other group of women? We all look to America and the UK to the West for these European set beauty standards of white skin or blonde hair and blue eyes and being slim. But I think we just have to teach ourselves that we are beautiful the way we are and we don't have to change. And I think one of the problems of talking about such issues is that it seems like you're attacking white people or white beauty. But no, we're just saying, hey, we are just as beautiful as you. And we have been told for hundreds of years that we are not beautiful. We associate with black people so many negative things. I mean, people were attempting to campaign against Beyoncé, saying that she promoted Black Panthers, which was like the KKK, when, if you know your history, then you know that the Black Panthers were about educating the black community. They fed kids breakfast. They taught people their history. They made sure the black community stayed together, whereas, despite the fact that, yes, maybe some were violent towards the police, even though the group was formed, As a result of police brutality, which still continues today, the KKK still exists and they are a white supremacist group that hate not only black people, so I don't think it's right to compare these two groups. I saw a programme advertising young people getting involved in politics and social issues. If they had something that made them angry, then this was the right place for them to help them shape that anger in order to campaign to get that change that they wanted, to change that problem that pissed them off so much. And I realised it was for me because I had all these thoughts and opinions and I didn't know what the hell to do with it. Even though I was late to apply, I talked about the most ridiculous thing you could ever think about. I talked about Kylie Jenner. I talked about how here was a young girl who, at 17, had lip surgery, to have fuller lips. It would require her mum to sign off on it. Would all of our mum sign up on a teen having her lips done at 17? No. But, you know, it was OK for her. And for years, after being bullied for the size of my lips, here was a white girl who had lip surgery and everyone praised her. She became attractive, she became sexy, she became desirable by pretty much everyone in the entire world. She started to wear waist trainers and got a smaller waist and started to use creams and all kinds of techniques to have a bigger butt like her sister. Having a big butt was something that was common to black women since the beginning of time, but since the beginning of time, we've been made fun of it. Like, we were literally the butt of the joke. I could never understand that. I could never understand how I would go on Instagram and I'd look at guys' Instagram pages and when they tried to follow me and I would never follow them back because I would see the girls that they would hang around with or the girls that are interested in all the women crush Wednesdays and it was always someone lighter than me. It was never a black girl. I started to realise that me being a black feminist was something I had to do. In the UK, if you're black, you're three more times as likely to get tasered. You're twice as more likely to get stops and search. We make up a higher proportion of people in prisons. But no one talks about that. we only focus on America and Black Lives Matter. I mean, yes, in the UK, black men are continuing to suffer, but when will you consider black women? Everyday Feminism and all other websites, they talk about the sexism that women experience on an everyday basis, but how how many times have you ever seen anyone ever talk about the sexism that a black woman faces intertwined with racism? It's one thing to go up to a white woman and make a joke about how she should belong in the kitchen, but it's a completely different thing to go up to a black woman and say she belongs in the kitchen making fried chicken. You never consider the experience of black women. You probably haven't and you probably never will. But I do, and I don't appreciate people telling me that what I believe in, what I care about is pointless and it's stupid and I have nothing to achieve. I felt like crap for most of my life and it wasn't my fault, it was society's fault. And my attempt to change society makes you uncomfortable, because you know you play a role. If you're not fighting the problem, then you're part of the problem. And I think it's fair that I should care about what I go through, what my mother went through, what my sisters go through, and what my daughter's going to have to go through, and attempt to prevent my daughter going through that.